you've got questions and I've got answers. Welcome to the Animated Question Podcast. I'm your host, Tiara Little, and today we're continuing last episode's question, which is, what are the differences and similarities between feature and TV animation? Keep listening to hear what's left. More answers are on the way. Welcome back to the Animated Question. I'm Tiara, and this is part two of episode three. In today's episode, we're picking up where we left off from the previous episode and discussing the similarities between feature and TV animation. Last week, we went over all of the differences these two parts of the industry have, and now it's time to talk about some of the common links between them. So let's get to it and get straight to the answers. The first similarity I want to talk about between feature and TV is content. In both sides of the industry, you'll see that story is always king. From the initial concept to the final product and everything that happens in between, if you can't tell a story through your writing, designs, and more, then you barely have a project. In TV and feature, they both use the artwork and editing to bring the creator's vision to life. And this is what drives all of the phases in the pre-production and production stages. Both sides of the industry rely heavily on a strong story with memorable characters because it plays a large part in the impact of that show's future success and whether it gets another sequel or a season created. So as you work on your own personal projects and portfolio, always make sure to keep that storytelling element in mind and practice your visual storytelling when you can. The second similarity, which I touched on a bit in the last episode, is technical skills. No matter whether you're in TV or feature, Having a strong foundational base in whatever field you're interested in pursuing is crucial. While there are certainly some directors and showrunners that are open to hiring and experienced people on their teams, I'd be lying if I didn't say that there is a preference for someone who is already experienced and has a strong understanding of the basics of that position. While some directors are open to mentoring and teaching on the job, there aren't too many who are exactly looking to teach on the job since these positions are already so fast paced and in some cases intense depending on the project. Take it this way. It's easier to train up someone who comes into the studio at a level 50 or 65 or 70 versus someone who's starting off at zero or 10. Your chances of landing a job in either sides of the industry drastically increase when you already have a strong understanding of the basics of that position. So if you're looking to be a storyboard artist, then having a good understanding of film language, character acting, composition, and staging are a plus. The same goes for if you're trying to be a BG artist or an editor or any other position on the pre-production through post-production side of the industry. If a career in animation is something you're seriously considering, then you need to make sure you drill those basics in first and then worry about everything else that comes next. The last similarity I wanna to touch upon is competition. In both parts of the industry, there are a lot of people trying to get in to make a career for themselves. Now, me saying this isn't to discourage anyone from trying, but I think it's important to be transparent about what the industry looks like from an insider perspective. There are a lot of people who wanna work in feature because it has a sort of prestigious feel to it, and a lot of people associate animated films with their childhood. The same goes for TV and people wanting to get into the industry either because they love cartoons themselves or they have their own dreams of creating their own shows. Now I will say that there is a misconception out there that TV is easier to break into versus feature and I wholeheartedly disagree with this. There are a lot of talented people, both new and veterans of the industry that work in TV and there's still a high standard of quality that is expected from anyone who comes into the field. 
In both sides of the industry, there are going to be limited spots on projects because it's not uncommon for a studio to try and hang on to as many people as possible, especially when they've already invested a lot of time and money into training them at the studio. So whether you're interested in TV or feature, know that it'll take some hard work and perseverance to get into either of them, but when you finally do, it'll be worth it. So to go everything we covered in parts one and two of this topic, here's a quick rundown of everything we know. When looking at the differences between the two, the resources are more limited for TV, and this includes the timeline and budget, and in feature, the timeline is going to be much longer with better chances for a higher retention rate in crew members, but if you prefer a more fast-paced life, then there are more opportunities to work on various types of projects in TV that could occur within the same amount of time it takes to make a feature. Also, TV is broken down into episodes per season, and it can be sequential, episodic, script-driven, or board-driven, while feature works in sequences and is script-driven and usually sequential. And you'll most likely find more production management support in feature. In regards to artwork, feature tends to be more detailed and realistic, while TV leans more graphic and simplistic or stylized. And if we look at the similarities, they both hold up story as king and everything in production works together to support and create that vision. They both prioritize strong foundational skills, whether that be in drawing, painting, modeling, editing, or programming. Whichever department you're interested in, you should know it very well. And lastly, both are extremely competitive and can be difficult to get into when starting out as a professional. So don't take it personal. Once you have a few gigs under your belt, it can be easier to navigate the industry as a professional because by then you'll have built up a reputation, hopefully a good one, about your personality, attitude, and work ethic. So as long as you did your work on time and were nice to your crew, then you're pretty much in the clear. Okay, so now that that's done, let's talk about what you could do with all of this information. If you're thinking about joining the industry, then you should consider your current working style and ask yourself, which environment sounds like a better fit for you? Do you like the idea of having a longer timeline and working on one project every few years? Or are you excited about the thrill of working on multiple projects on a faster schedule? Create a pros and cons list of both and see which side you lean more towards. And once you have your list and have made a decision on which direction you like to go, then it's time to do some research and start looking at the studios you'd like to work for. Try to get a better understanding of the requirements and skill set needed to work there and what type of people they're looking to hire. If you're having a hard time figuring out what type of people they usually go for, then go and check the credits of some of the projects the studio produced and see if you can look up the artist portfolio's page or LinkedIn to see what steps they took to reach that studio. Doing this is especially helpful for aspiring artists because you get to see how other artists structure their portfolios and brand themselves in their art. And it also gives you a good idea of the talent level of other people you'd be competing against for some of those same jobs. After you've done all your research, it's time to sit down and get to work on updating your portfolio and resume so you can start applying. And if you still feel like you're struggling with that, then feel free to reach out to one of us at No Hiatus and we can help you get prepared. It's what we're here for. And that wraps it up for part two of this episode. And with it, we finally answered our original question, which was, what are the differences and similarities between feature and TV animation? If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend and subscribe to keep up with new uploads. Also, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes so more people can find the show. We want to reach as many people as possible and your feedback would help out a lot with that. You can follow me on social media at no underscore hiatus underscore. 
or at our website, www.nohiatus.org. If you have a question you'd like to hear answered on the show, feel free to email it to theanimatedquestion at gmail.com or send me a message on one of our social media pages. I'm always available, so don't hesitate and introduce yourself. I love hearing from listeners of the show. And until next time, thank you for tuning in to The Animated Question. I'm Tiara Little, and I'll see you in the next episode.